truth is, we need to take off the disguise and live transformed lives. Isn't it exciting to know that change, real lasting change, is not only possible, but promised to those who walk by the Spirit? Well, welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. I'm your host, Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry, and this is episode 73. This time, we're going to talk about what real transformation looks like. Romans 12.2 says we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. But what exactly does that mean? How do I do that? Why should I do that? Well, these questions and more will be answered in this week's episode entitled, Will the Real Christian Please Stand Up? It is vital to our spiritual growth that we understand we can't change ourselves. No matter how hard you try, you cannot change yourself. You you can try to change your behavior, but until you change your heart, it's not going to happen. You see, when left to our own devices, we're going to continue in our sin. Why? Because as Jeremiah 17 verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. It's beyond cure. Who can understand it? Jeremiah 17, 9. Just four chapters earlier, in Jeremiah 13, verse 23, God asks this question. Can the Ethiopian change his skin, or the leopard its spots? Neither can you do good who are accustomed to doing evil. You see, true, genuine, lasting change. Real change happens only as you change your thinking, as you renovate your thinking, as you renew your mind. That's the point of Romans 12, 2. We're to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. If you were with us in last week's episode, you saw that the, the verb to renew there, that we're to renew our mind, means literally to renovate. We're to gut out the old way of thinking, which is, How do I make King me happy, happy, happy? And I need to replace it with a brand new way of thinking. How do I please God? Well, in 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 6, the prophet Samuel tells King Saul that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you in power, and you will be changed into a different person, 1 Samuel 10, 6. I suggest it's the same for you and me today. As we choose to yield to the Holy Spirit's work in our life, as we choose to saturate our mind and, and with, with, with the Word of God, and we choose to, to walk in obedience to God's Word, that's when we'll be changed into a different person. But we must choose, just like Jacob did in Genesis 35 two, we must choose to get rid of the foreign gods that you have with you. And purify yourself and change your clothes. you got to get King Me off the throne of your heart. Remember, as long as King Me is on the throne of your heart, you are going to worship King Me. You're going to expect everyone and everything else to worship King Me. And you're going to expect God to worship King Me. I do what I do because in my heart, I want what I want. As you choose to get King Me off the throne, as you choose to allow God to be Lord and, and leader of your life, Galatians five twenty two and 23 tells us that the fruit of the Spirit will begin to be seen in your life. When you choose to trust in the Lord and do good, 
and you choose to delight yourself in the Lord, as well as commit your way to the Lord, God's promise is crystal clear, my friend. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn. Psalm 37, verses 3 through 6. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, Jesus declares, You are the light of the world. Now, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. Well, in the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father who is in heaven. Matthew five fourteen through 16. Are you catching this? We're to let our light shine. Great. What's the light? What, what exactly is this light that Jesus is referring to? And, and how on God's green earth do I let it shine? Well, in the Gospel of John, we read that John the Baptist came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So that through him, through John the Baptist, all, excuse me, so that through him, through the light, all men might believe. Not John the Baptist, Jesus Christ. He himself, John the Baptist himself, was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world, and that was in the person of Jesus Christ. John 7, verses 1, John 1, verses 7 through 9. Well, just as with John the Baptist, listen now, watch this. In and of ourselves, you and I are not the light. On our own, we have no light to shine. In John chapter 8, verse 12, we read this. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said to them, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. In John twelve forty six, Jesus said, I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in the darkness. In John twelve thirty six, Jesus said to his disciples, Put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons of light. You see, my friend, when you accepted Christ as your Savior, you instantly became a son of light. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5, You are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. You see, when you became a Christian, when you accepted the truth of your sinful condition, and you understood that the wages of your sin was an eternal separation from God, Romans 3.23, when you chose to believe that God loved you so much that he took your place, that he received the full penalty for your sin, and he died a cruel, horrible death on the cross of Calvary in your stead, John 3.16. On the day that you were born again, on the day that you chose to believe that and accept Christ as your Savior, the truth of Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 took hold on your life. You see, you were crucified with Christ, and you became a new creation. Jesus Christ, the light of the world, came to live within you through the person of the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 6.19 and 20. So when you choose to live a godly life, when you choose to walk by the Spirit, Galatians 
When you choose to put on the new self, Romans 13, 14, that's when you're letting the light of Christ that is within you shine outwardly for others to see. I want you to listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians 2, verses 12 through 16. Listen to this. Therefore, my dear friend, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. So do everything without complaining or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God, without fault in a crooked and depraved generation, in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Philippians 2, 12 through 16. Now, I want you to zero in with me on that phrase, working out your own salvation. It doesn't mean that you're living a life dependent upon works to maintain a right relationship with God. That's not what it's saying. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 3, Paul asks a question of the saints at the church of Galatia. Here's what he said. He says, are you so foolish after beginning with the Spirit? Are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? You see, my friend, you and I were saved by faith. It is by grace we are saved through faith, Ephesians 2.8. That not of yourselves, verse 9. It's the work of, of God. It's, it's, it's of him, not, not of us, lest we should boast. You, you see, you and I were saved by faith. As Galatians 2.20 declares, we, we are then to continue to live out that Christian life by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me, Galatians 2.20. Working out your salvation means that you are being transformed in such a way that you are daily living out the holiness of God, a holiness that resides inside of you because God put it there. You're learning daily to choose to say no to the flesh and yes to the Holy Spirit. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 says this, You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. In Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, We're the light of the world. We're to let that light shine before men that they may see our good deeds, the things that we are saying and the things that we are doing day in and day out. And as a result of what they're seeing, they should be able to praise our Father who's in heaven. How you doing with that? Are you daily letting your light shine at work? Are you daily letting your light shine at home? Are you daily letting your light shine around your friends and around your neighbors? You see, we let our light shine when we focus all of our thoughts, our worship, our moment-by-moment behavior on pleasing God, choosing to give our body daily to God as a living sacrifice, Romans 12.1. Remember, what we think becomes what we do. When you live out your faith by the things that you say and the things that you do so that others will see who God is and that they will understand his wondrous love for them, my friend, that is when you're letting the light of God's love, God's holiness 
shine bright and clear through you for the world to see. Oh, listen, listen. The Holy Spirit, if you're a born-again believer, if you've put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives within you. And he's there to help you understand God's word. He's there to guide you in how to apply God's truth to your everyday life. And he's there to empower you in living it out. Are you listening to him? Are you following him? Are you letting him not only lead you, but live his holiness through you? When we actually choose to apply God's word to our life, You're no longer just a listener of the word. You have become a doer. We have become wise men or women who are building our godly life upon the rock. That is living by the Spirit. That is glorifying God. That is fulfilling the purpose of your creation. Remember 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 9, make it your goal to please God. When you daily choose to live by the Spirit, you will no longer gratify the sinful desires of the flesh, Galatians 5, 16, because you will no longer be thinking How do I make King me happy, happy, happy? How do I indulge my sinful desires? That thought process just isn't there anymore. And remember, what you think becomes what you do. Instead, you'll be thinking about God. You'll be thinking about glorifying God, and your actions will follow your thoughts. Well, let me close out today's podcast by quoting Romans 12, 2 one more time. Listen. Be not conformed to the pattern of this world. Don't put on a mask. Don't pretend to be something that you're not. But be transformed. Metamorpho. Let that which is on the inside, God's holiness, God's purity, let that be lived out on the outside. That's that being transformed. And it happens by the renewing, the renovation, the gutting out of the old way of thinking and putting in a new way of thinking, the renewing of your mind. The verse goes on to say, then when you are not conformed, but you're transformed, when you're renewing your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will, Romans 12, 2. Well, if you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry, please be sure to visit our website. There is a multitude of resources, videos, book recommendations, audio clips. There's all kinds of stuff there that that we've made available to you to help you in your pursuit of purity and godliness and integrity. You can find our website at thepuritycoach.com. Again, that's thepuritycoach, all one word, thepuritycoach.com. So be sure to go to our website and check out our resources page. And if God is moving in your heart to become a financial partner with us, to help us to continue this ministry of reaching men and women literally all over the globe with a message of hope and healing and restoration, the power of change that only God through his word and the moving of the Holy Spirit can bring. If you want to partner with us, please go to the website, thepuritycoach.com. And in the upper right corner of the menu bar is a donate button. And you can give your tax-deductible donation to the Pure Man Ministry today. Oh, please, 
Help us reach our goal of reaching others for Christ so that that we can present the message of hope and healing and restoration. And thank you for partnering with us. And if you've not yet subscribed to this podcast, well, let me encourage you to do so today. I don't want you to miss any of our upcoming episodes. We've got a lot of truth that we're going to be sharing with you in the weeks and months to come. So until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, he must first be glorified in your every moment thinking. <laughs>